Welcome to the Feelings Fitness Podcast. Let's flash back to 2023 when we took a 52-week road trip together to discuss home, health, happiness, and habits. We created a road trip to work towards feeling fit, mind, body, and spirit. Now we'll revisit those 52 weeks in just 52 days. There are many more adventures in store for 2024, but let's look back on how far we've come and set ourselves up for more success. Welcome to week 34 of the Feelings Fitness Podcast. Wow, we have come a long way already on this road trip through 2023. 18 weeks left and I have a feeling we are going to feel fit, mind, body, and spirit by the end of it. Remember though, it is about progress, not perfection. We're not striving to feel perfect in all categories. We're just simply going to settle into a sense of progress. Progress is the important piece. It's a journey, not a destination. Because here's the deal. Let me give you an example. So you may train for a marathon, complete the marathon, and then you move on with your life. And that's what oftentimes happens. We complete the task and then we revert back to our old habits that we were working so hard to stop. Let's look at this as an ongoing journey, not just the destination of arriving at week 52. I digress. This week, we continue the happiness conversation. August is about friends and family. And last week, we talked about how having kids in schools can create strong friendships that end up feeling like family. It can establish such an important support system. And I hope everyone who is at this stage of the game is having a peaceful back to school season. Getting school supplies is a whole thing, and a support system with school supplies is key. Small talk leads to reminders and good ideas. Never underestimate the power of connecting with school families. Fall sports is a whole thing too. Until the kids are involved in sports within their school, it's still signing up for this, that, and the other thing. I recently ran into a soccer mom while shoe shopping, and she assured me that my daughter had a really nice soccer team. No one from her school on the team, so there was a little question mark on it. And so it was certainly always nice to talk to someone and to really feel supported in feeling a little anxious about something. Now, on another note, I decided to do some back-to-school posts. The goal really was just to get parents thinking about having conversations with their kids about kindness, because over the summer, I was super disappointed to witness and to hear some bullyish behaviors that really need to be addressed. And I won't go into any of those details today, but here were some of my suggestions really subtly, hopefully, catching the attention of some of those folks that perhaps need to have some of these conversations with their kids. So back to school boot camp, short but sweet. Number one, and this quote comes from Christine Derengowski, a writer, and she says, kids need to be complimented more often than they are corrected. And in my opinion, it goes along with this idea of filling up their emotional bank before you take a withdrawal. And I think oftentimes parents have a tendency to rapid fire critique and criticize instead of finding ways to compliment their kids. And I think that that shows up in the way that they treat others as well. Number two, 
The easiest way, and this is actually a quote again from this Christine Derengowski, the quote says, the easiest way to make sure your kids aren't the kind of kids who make fun of others at school is to be a parent who doesn't make fun of others at home. And let's be honest, there's lots of conversations that go on alongside kids, but don't be surprised if they have actually heard what you said. So be cautious about your conversations within earshot of the kids because they pick up on that and then perhaps that's the way they treat other people if they hear it at home. Number three, and this is just kind of a general idea, but it was a graphic showing that reading aloud to kids, one, builds empathy, and two, facilitates important and or difficult conversations. So some of these conversations that really should be had with kids about kindness and not bullying and all of that kind of stuff, reading aloud, choosing some good quality books to read with the kids. I guess they do age out of being read to, but for quite some time, they are pretty amenable to sitting down and taking a moment and feeling like they have your undivided attention. And even if they don't seem like they're totally listening, trust me, some of it is sinking in. Number four, and this comes from me, don't be a bully. And the example is a little bit of a role play that you can play with the kids. And the one is the hurt human and the two is the humble human. So the hurt human can insert some sort of insult, say something mean. And then the humble human responds directly back to this hurt human, aka the bully. That was really mean. I would never say something like that to you. And what I like to say too is sometimes you don't need to say anything at all. Just a good old-fashioned side eye can really give the person the business and let them know that you are not going to take that kind of insult, that kind of meanness, side eye and walk away. Number five is a recess reminder. And the recess reminder is coming from yours truly as well. And this is simply that telling other kids they can't play with you is not an option. And this conversation with kids needs to happen to really solidify this concept because it seems so common sense, but that's not always the case. So have the conversation with kids and then let them do with it what they feel in their heart. And hopefully their heart is guiding them in the right direction. And that is to be inclusive, not exclusive. And number six, I like to call it the confidence creed. And I pulled a quote from John Steinbeck. This comes from East of Eden. And it says, and now that you don't have to be perfect, you can be good. And pulling this quote as the confidence creed really stems back to the last couple school years with my daughter where she really was in this zone that if she did not get 100% on her work, it was not good enough. And also kind of behavior wise, if something needed to be said, even if it's just a gentle reminder, she took that as she was not good enough. So I liked to remind her and all the others that you don't have to be perfect. It's progress and good is good enough. 
Now, for more confidence-building content to add to your child's toolkit, have them join me at Now Yoga on Fridays from 4.30 to 5.30 p.m. I absolutely adore helping kids build their confidence. I know what it's like to be a kid who wants to have conversations, who doesn't even know who to talk to or who will listen. Oftentimes, friends are a great option, but sometimes you need a little bit more of a structured group to really have some conversations that get these concepts to really sink in and to actively use them in a space so that when When you need them, they are there in your toolkit. Yoga is a great space to help kids build confidence. Yoga means unite. When we are united, we are connected. When we feel connected, we feel a sense of love and belonging, the ultimate goal of the human experience. So your task for this week is to be thoughtful of these back to school boot camp reminders. This boot camp may be directed more specifically to the kids, but believe me, adults need these back-to-school boot camp reminders as well. I hope you are enjoying 52 Weeks in 52 Days, a compact version of the transformational road trip we took through 2023. We're revisiting those 52 episodes, and it's a review of home, health, happiness, and the habits that guide the way to feeling fit, mind, body, and spirit. It's also a food for thought, for how you want to feel.